Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. You heard that safe drivers get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive, so you went online to check it out. But then you saw an ad for a vintage baseball cap, and now you find yourself checking the stats of that team's second baseman in 97, wondering why his stolen base total dropped after his rookie season. Wonder how much his rookie card is worth. Yes, they said it was easy to save money with Snapshot from Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Welcome. Welcome to my podcast, Nichelle Anderson, Short Stories and Beyond. My name is Nichelle Anderson. This week, this will be my director clip for episodes seven and eight. That by the time you get to listen to this episode on my director's clip, those episodes have already been published either by only the clip snippet or pretty much the full episodes. If you're a patron, you get to listen to the full episodes. If you have been following me so far with my new podcast that I kicked off in 2017, you pretty much know that the Patreon program is on my patreon.com forward slash Nichelle Anderson. That link would be in the, in the description of this episode for you to click to and learn more information about it or to click there to get the full episode if by chance you are already a patron and I hope that you are. If you're not, please check that out. Um, Pretty much what that is with this particular podcast, it is considered a premium content podcast. So I do release mostly only snippets of my short stories that I have written. And from there, If you wanted to get the rest of that short story for that week, you will have to become a patron and you can go to mypatreon.com forward slash Nichelle Anderson to get the full short story and to be, you know, a supporter of my uh, of this particular podcast that I'm doing and the future things I want to do because I love and enjoy writing. It's my creative aspect and it's so much fun. And I do get feedback that people enjoy reading my story. So consider that. All right, let's get started with this episode, which I'm basically talking <laughs> about the previous episodes of the main short story that I have released in this particular one. Again, I'm talking about episode seven, episode eight, and you also can get a clip it or snippet visual experience on the YouTube channel. Now, again, if you're just joining in, checking out my podcast, 
uh, YouTube channel because mostly the stories that I have written so far is of my favorite and my hearts of heart production, which is Mole, which is from my book, Mitzrayim, a memoir. It deals with ancient Egypt, Kemet. And so I have been really focusing on that because those characters are coming through really strong, particularly Queen Hagar and King Milan that I mentioned it on our social media platform on Facebook about a month or so ago. By the time you listen to this episode, it would be. But at any rate, so right now it's really focusing on Mole. And we also still with Mole, just to give you some information if you're new to my podcast and my productions. I have been communicating to my followers that we are in the still in the prep phase of preparing to return back to stage. It would be the third return, the prestige return of Mole stage play. It will be a bigger production. Most of the characters from my book will finally make their debut on stage. So this podcast came to me with that first scene in episode one of this season one of starting this podcast of Queen Hagar. And as I mentioned earlier, it came to me about a week or so later after I already kicked off the podcast that this would be the year of King Milan and Queen Hagar, a moment of time of their life, which is before the time of Princess Aminia, which Princess Aminia is the main character in my book, Mitzrayam Memoir. She was the first one that came through real strong and was able to pick up all of these other characters that made that book, you know, what it, what it is today still, and into the initial webisodes that we did the stage plays they were short they was only on the five initial characters which is princess Semenya, the two kings that you have heard about if you've been following me for a while if you knew to my productions the two kings are king dama and king danielle and so and then her her two friends her two childhood friends which salma and nahar so i have been mostly focusing on them because that was initially come from my book but this particular podcast is pretty much that scene with Queen Hagar is before the time of Princess Amelia. She has not been born yet. So also we get to, I have, well, let me back up. I have mentioned that in my book is at least about 50 characters or so. It's so many people that came through when I was moved to write that book nonstop. It was like writing a journal. And at any rate, when I, when I take this production, which we are still in the prep stage of preparing, because it's a big production, it's a lot of characters, it's a lot of work. As an independent producer, you got to do what you have to do to make it happen, but you want to make it happen right. And it's other things that would be rolled out, not just the stage play, but other other aspects that I want to roll out, like the merchandise line, the product line, and so forth, and other things outside of that realm being prepared once we go to stage because when you go to stage those that don't know and those that do know can get what i'm saying it's a lot of elements that you have to put together especially if you're launching types of things that's related to the production so you want to do it right and you want to make sure you have the right team and things takes time to get everything in place and plus after the stage play production this prestige return i i am I, I'm in the process of releasing something else that I'm not gonna say. So, <laughs> so these director clips, like I said in the last director clip that I did, 
uh, that was uh, a few weeks ago, um, episode nine. In that director clip, it was episode five and six. That's when I kind of put it out there that I'm noticing that I'm giving these little nuggets of information of what what's going on and what I'm doing that you don't get on my social media platform i don't do not put it on blast even some of the people that's a part of my team don't know they're finding out when you're finding out so it is good to tune in to my director's clip you get more than this my analysis and going over my my uh, clip notes as i should say or reading through pretty much the scene and then telling you how it came about most of these scenes well, let me just back up. These scenes is pretty much being written as I see the scene. So I'm not really creating an outline. So what you're getting is raw, natural material that's coming through. And it's coming through this particular, we call it characters, but I think it's their personalities are coming through and they're telling me their story for me to write it. It's the same as I wrote the book, that unbelievable, that experience. So when you're getting these stories, you're basically getting it. I'm sitting in front of my computer and I'm just writing it out. I see the scene and it just flows out like flowing water. And that's what you're getting, that natural first-hand experience and the pieces are putting together as I said before when I realized that this year will be about Queen Hagar and King Milan is flowing out as if puzzles are being put together backwards in time and it's basically you know the truth so at any rate these director clips you get not just my review and not just my take on it when I'm able to sit back and really take a look at it. Because when I wrote the book, it was just fast forward. That's what I had to do. The images were so much in my head kept, you know, that I had to get out. And I was just sitting there just typing it out as if like just rereading a journal. But I didn't have to do all that. I just had to write out what I've been seeing. And it's the same thing now. But now as I've years has passed and I've grown and, and understand it more what happened then so now when it comes up now especially now for me to do this podcast it just kind of all fit and now I get it now I understand and so I'm learning and finding out more about these characters because the prestige return of Molay stage play would not only be a bigger production but it would be so many characters that if you follow this podcast and definitely you would become a patron of this podcast you would get you would get more information of the characters that you would end up seeing on stage you will be able to be connected with them and understand the choices that they will pretty much end up making or maybe did not make and it's more of an emotional connection and those that love theater the live performance it's such a bigger experience in a sense that you're more connected because you know the characters this is a great opportunity for you to connect with them and to understand and these are more characters that are coming up outside of the initial amount that I said that came through through my book Mitzrayam a memoir these new characters are coming up and I'm just like I'm like you that I'm sensing this like trying to get every information I can as I'm reading out these scenes and learning about these new people. In my last clip when I talked about, you know, those characters that came through like Comrade Tata and so forth and Halik and these people that did not, you know, Comrade Tata was in the book. He will make his debut on stage. But the other characters that, you know, 
the supporting characters that seems to be coming up is interesting and then Ezra has been on the scene from day one when I started this podcast and as I mentioned in my last director's clip earlier this month a couple of weeks ago I already seen a scene that I would get to find out about his wife and Ezra is the father of Nahar. Nahar is a very important character during the time of Aminya when she finally is on the scene. Right now she is not. Right now Nahar, Selma, all those people are not except the two kings because there's a little bit older and I can't really <laughs> go too much into that because who are we kidding? When the, when the prestige return of Malay stage play goes live and I announce this is the announcement the, these are our one dates it would be all about those two kings so it's nice to kind of step back from them and learn about all these other people and especially about King Milan I'm gonna go ahead before I start into this episode seven and eight and just let you know that I am very interested in King Milan I want to know some I just it's like I said if you're just joining this podcast or if you have been following me and you have been keeping up each of these episodes and I've been talking about Queen Hagar where she made it known she was coming through in my mind so strong and I finally put it together pretty much what what the message was is that this would be the year for Queen Hagar and Milan but Milan has been quiet I haven't got much input for him like a pickup of of more of his background just Hagar it's as if he's saying to his queen you speak first and I will be last and then that's when I had put on social media that I have already know the last scene for this season one I already seen it oh my god I'm speechless and even looking at that I still got more questions I cannot wait until Queen Hagar is saying now you will hear mostly from King Milan. I'm not sure next season two that would be mostly King Milan, but I want to know his background because so far what I'm picking up for Queen Hagar, it's amazing. No wonder she came off so strong, as I mentioned uh, before. And now I am curious about King Milan. I would, I just can't wait to get into more of the moments of their relationship. How did they meet? What happened? What was his background? What was his training? his education i just want to know about king balai because it's so interesting but it's so respectful in a sense he let his wife speak more first in a sense so anyhow i just want to share with that that i haven't really picked up it's very well i tell you this it's one thing that picked up from him that actually was a year ago before this whole podcast came to me to do which I am doing two, by the way. I'm doing two podcasts. One is called Surviving Your Journey to a Success. That deals with modern day topics and how I motivate and encourage people, um, social, cultural things, where I would also talk about theatrical productions because that's what I do on the side. And then I also talk about the journey of life and how you can motivate yourself. And I give people strategies and it's based on my book, Corporate America, Surviving Your Journey to a Success. But the other second podcast is basically basically what you're listening to now which is uh, my short stories but at any rate the point that I brought that up was that it was a year ago before I even thought about creating you know these two podcasts like I said before the other podcast that I'm doing weekly is called surviving your journey to a success that's one podcast and then in this podcast Michelle Anderson short stories and beyond and it came to me with this particular image of a king 
And I remember calling that when I did my post, I posted on Facebook first and I said when they were called kings, which were true, right? Which is true. And I didn't tell anybody, but I think a few, maybe a week or so after, a few weeks after I posted it, I saw a scene. And that scene was of King Milan. And I saw him as a baby. And I saw his mother and father. And I saw the moment that they gave him his name. And then that was it. That was the last scene of it. And something told me, I wonder if I can, you know, I can't tell you too much. But another thought came to my mind. The podcast wasn't it. <laughs> but now going forward and I'm doing these podcasts and I'm, you know, learning about them more. And I'm realizing and sensing that Milan is letting Kareem Hagar do most of the talking. Like he's coming in the last act, I guess. It just really perked my curiosity. So I can't wait to... Uh, to delve into that and to learn more about him it's going to be interesting I'll tell you that because the things that I'm picking up and have seen the scenes before I even written it of Queen Hagar I am just blown away I mean and I have seen little snippets of her childhood that explains why she has so mastery so much mastery of language and you have to understand learning a language is no easy and then back in that day I mean come on we talking about ancient languages okay you know that's not an easy task to do and she's able to switch up like it's nobody business I mean you got to know what was her training what did she do what was her experience I mean that in itself is a book okay and I'm particularly interested of those that don't say much because they all oh, you talking about a book. You talking out that's why I want to find out about King Milan. All right, let's get started with this one. I get so excited. You know what? I really love these director clips. I hope you do too, because it gets me an opportunity because I'm so busy to stop. Like I'm saying, I'm writing them this out. I'm not slow pre-planning it or taking notes. I'm calling it clip notes or uh, clip notes of the director, what have you. But really, actually, it's just me a way to go back and see what I've written. But in the industry, you basically call them clip notes, director's clip notes. So I'm just calling it that so we can be able to go back and focus what I'm talking about. Let's get started with episode seven. Episode seven. All right. So I'm going to get there. And episode seven pretty much was in a new day, dreams come true. And basically what that dealt with is talking about the world family princess hannah finally gets to spend time with her father queen hagar as well as there so you see the world family in one scene all together ezra is there with royal uh, attendants helping him to take care of milan as he continued to improve right so we're learning that it was some type of injury that he he and he encountered it definitely come to me it's got to be some type of battle maybe that war that in the two mentioned to comrade Tatar, something like that so they spend this moment together it's just a lovely moment if you haven't got a chance to well you know i'm trying to remember in that sense that that particular definitely was a clip and you pretty much you know you know what i don't think you in that clip snippet you didn't really get to get that scene with princess hannah and king milan if you haven't decided to be a patriot you need to go ahead and be a patron you know the stories is going to be oh my gosh it's going to be awesome but the scene with king milan and princess hannah it's so it's just a nice beautiful scene it's so lovely how she is communicating with her father and vice versa and it's so nice 
um, to see to hear that and to and to and I could see it and it was just so lovely and how Queen Hagar was there now I can't tell you too much in the sense of the communication between King Milan and Queen Hagar unless you pretty much is a patron and you are able to you know get that what basically happened but pretty much they get to bond and spend some time together but it's worth to become a patron to hear what happened but you did get to hear in the clip it that was made public to everybody is where there's a new character his name is Tesnar. he comes there and uh and you know he's seems like he's the only one from the high council of the governing uh a governing uh, a body that knows that King Milan is alive and he's, he's getting better and he's somewhere in a secret location of the palace no one really knows and so it seems like they're old friends that's what it seems like and his name is Tesnar and he did give them a message that he actually um, came to see King Milan and Queen Hagar because the Orions has arrived at the palace in Mitzrayim as well as some tribal leaders and it just gave you the impression that it seems that it was some type of disagreement in the other surrounding territories and some tribal leaders have sided together against King Milan. That's what I'm just picking up, right? Because again, if you knew who coming to this podcast, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I don't really have to write out and plug away this and that. It's the same when I wrote Mitzrayim. It's like the images come through and any images that are keep coming through predominantly is what I need to do first meaning what I need to write first and as I'm writing it it seems to flow like water of the pieces of the puzzles coming together backwards in time and so it just flows so I'm actually learning what's going on but I'm actually writing it out and then now doing these director's clip I'm able to stop and go back and talk and share with you so what you hear is actually a live reaction it's no rehearsal it's no pre-script that I'm going by. I'm actually sitting here with my microphone and I'm going through it and I'm just talking to you as if we're actually sitting at a cafe drinking tea or coffee, whatever your preference, right? But we're talking about these characters and having that that bonding experience in that. Definitely if you love stories and you love the message that you get from characters of why they do certain things and who connect to who and so forth but anyway so in that particular episode it clips it kind of clips off where Tesna mentioned to them that in fact the Orions has arrived they're looking for their final say and that's basically what that is on that episode so it gives you still a sense of something is definitely you know coming in the future based on this constant conflict with the alliance because something happened in the past to the point that it almost knocked out the king of Mitzrayim and Queen Hagar had to step up and make sure that everyone know that the rulership is still going strong she is right now is the head face of the royal family you don't need to ask about King Milan or where he's at so it's very top secret and it seems that if Tesnar right if he's the only one in that particular council member that knows of King Milan that means they don't trust most people in the government and then remember in the second episode I believe it was the second episode or so where the second on the third episode where it's discovered that a secret spy of the royal family of their military has been pretty much watching everything 
And when I wrote that scene, the first scene I saw, trust me now, the first scene that I saw was only Queen Hagar and Ezra walking out on this balcony. So that's how I, that's how I do. So I describe the scene and then I feel who is talking first and then I start writing it and then it just start flowing like putting puzzles together. I did not know that she had a secret spy until I got to the point where I seemed like their conversation was going to be interrupted. And so when I'm writing in my mind, I'm asking, why is it being interrupted? And then the scene just comes to me and then I see this is somebody else and I could put it together it's hard to explain I'm trying to explain it as much as possible <laughs> but that's when I knew and then I knew it was just one it wasn't two and it made sense it made sense and when he handed her I just kept remember seeing in my mind of that image that he was handing her something so to me that's when I knew he he was a trusted a member of the family and no one knows in the military really his role even the fact fast forward other episode where he's on the scene at Ganuto based on the order of Queen Hagar to support Kamadita and he's communicating to Kamadita in that reflection of light that I mentioned early episodes of how they pretty much must have have done in that way when they're so far a distance to communicate that in that distance that is not indicated the Kamatata of Haley or you know his role is very top secret and it would make sense why only a few people know because Kamatata doesn't seem that he know the whereabouts or the status of King Milan that's what I'm feeling if you didn't get that in the episodes I'm pretty much going to tell you now it doesn't seem that he's a rare like maybe he know that something he doesn't know the whole detail he doesn't know where king milan is i can go ahead and tell you what i'm feeling right now at this point he doesn't know exactly where he's at or his pretty much his status only those few ezra and those selected royal female attendants that is always with ezra and they must be very top secret too and must be kept pretty much in that same area that they not let out that's what i'm thinking and then queen hagar and then now tesnar and of course when we learn about queen hagar mother and father they know so it's very few people so to me i'm just gonna put it out there right because this is my director's clip and i have said last time that it seems that you will get extra nuggets of finding out what's what is that they're trying to this is what I think. They're trying to sniff out the traitor. Because if you go back, and I believe, I'm full, I guess I'm jumping ahead now because we pretty much got through episode seven. Because if you haven't, if you're not a patron and you didn't really get to listen to all of that clip, you would just you miss more of what I'm saying you won't get it because if you didn't get to hear the whole the whole short story only the clip so really from that episode seven is where you set up that we finally get to hear a little bit from King Milan and that family will get to be connected and then Tesnar come and interrupts in that sense to let them know that the Orions is there for their final say so if you didn't hear about that's the reason why Tesnar there I guess I can go ahead and let you know it's about their final say and then there's some more um, interaction between them three and then you do get that scene with King Milan and Princess Hannah and it is so is it so this is so beautiful when you see the father and the daughter together all right so now if we move to episode episode eight so I guess what I was about to tell you earlier about them sniffing out the traitor you pretty much 
let's see I'm just kind of jumping ahead here yeah you're not gonna really get to see that scene until you actually get access to episode 10 which by then is already published by the time you hear this one for my director's clip 7 and 8 episode 10 would have already been uploaded and published so you pretty much have to follow that one so I guess I can go ahead and go there the reason why I'm putting it together that it seems like they're trying to sniff out the traitor and that's why everything is very secret about King Milan's status is because in that particular clip and I'm gonna to try to remember where it clipped off pretty much Queen Hagar doesn't trust those tribal leaders and she looked at them in a very particular way to show you that she doesn't trust them that they should be on Mitzrayim's side but they're not and she definitely don't trust the Alliance because in the second episode when we find out not only that she's pregnant that Milan finally comes out of his like coma she mentioned to Milan before she says pretty much let them know that you know they're having a baby is that they will deal with the alliance and like I said earlier when I found out a few weeks after starting this podcast that Queen Hagar let it known to me that this is their year that I saw clips only small images I'm calling it clips of small images of scenes of flashbacks in the sense of her childhood and that's why I'm curious about her whole upbringing where she got educated from and her experiences because it must was something okay because you're not dealing with anybody that just don't know anything and I just became a queen and I'm just that no this is a very intelligent it's like she traveled places that we could only dream of so she been around she know a lot and so going back to that whole traitor and sniffing out and how it seemed like both of them King Milan is like two double teams working together you know and to find out very strategically of who's to trust and who is the person that they need to go and nip this in the bud and they don't know that yet for some reason even though she has good senses really good senses for some reason it's like at least they know they need to reevaluate things and shut everything down and be very secretive till they find out who and why and so forth. But she know that it stems from the Orions and that scene that you would get in the episode right there where she give them the final say of Mitch Ram, which evidently <laughs> does not go well, but she doesn't care, is that that gives you that indication what that is. All right, so again so talking about that I'm um, going to episode 8 right quick is pretty much going over where we're going back to um, going back to Natu Natu um, pretty much comes back in the scene he's been gone for a while Natu was in the very first episode and that was the scene that gave me the indication that I got to do another podcast and it's got to be a feature on my stories and I have to come out swinging with Mole to talk about all these other characters Natu is a brand new character he has not been any in any of my other productions not in my book or nothing but his race has all right his origin has and I'm talking about the Orions the Orions were definitely in my book Mitzrayim they were in the web shows not in any of the stage plays but they will be in the prestige return of Molay stage play what we are preparing to return back to stage but have not announced it the Orions would be on the scene I don't think Natu will be there in this in that stage play that I'm bringing back but who knows right anyway he's on a special assignment from Echo the leader of the Orions 
and pretty much it's this other it's another tribal leader okay so again this is now episode eight that i'm talking about which is entitled in a moment a new path is revealed but this time that's already published and available it will be a clip it as well so to get that full episode you have to be a patron but pretty much just to talk about those notes i just kept seeing natu walking out of this hut and a tribal leader how i described the the attire that he had walking behind him and they on the same team which obviously not on the same team of mitch ram now this is the scene that you know what i saw that scene and the next thing that came in my mind while i'm typing this out typing the scene out right for i record it okay because i pretty much type it out and then i record it because i'm typing out the scenes that i see in my mind and they just flowing those images coming real strong as if they're well, pretty much they're communicating to me to get it out uh, just like I described in my book Metsrayam but this is the this is the thing I want to share with you this tribal leader's name or teen pretty much I kept hearing this line about Metsrayam and the gold there now it doesn't give me a really big clue of why the Hawaiians are obsessed about King Milan they pretty much wanted him out of the way so they could get control or they wanted him to go along whatever they're trying to control because remember when we brought that episode up with Natu and he's going to tell his elders that it didn't go well or come to find out Queen Haga is wanting this show now we got to throw everything out the, out the cave window because they were in a cave southern Sudan is that that you know like wow we got to do something different and you know because she ain't no ordinary queen and so we have to try to do something different but Oteen said this this is the line that popped up after I seen that image of them coming out the hut and so then I described the scene this line kept coming up to me what Oteen said to Natu. They have tried as well to get into the area of the place that you seek, where the gods of there, as he pointed up to the skies, left layers of gold as far as you can see. Then Natu, that's what I kept hearing, something about gold, connecting it to describing the area, which the area we're talking about is Mitzrayim. Because the line before Oteen said that, that I kept seeing it in my mind to write, where the guys of there he pointed up to the skies left layers of gold as far as you can see before Oteen said that it was a line that i felt that need to talk about mitrayam and the two said how can we trust them in that region against mitrayam so that gave me the clue to this line that i kept felt that i needed to write about connecting the gold and connecting it to mitrayam natu confirmed it in the sense that we're talking about mitrayam because in Oteen line, he's not really saying Mitzrayim, but he's describing some place. And I repeat what he said. The line was, they have tried as well to get into the area of the place that you seek, where the gods of their, Oteen pointed upwards to the skies, left layers of gold as far as you can see. Now, Natu's response to that was, hmm, uh, there is always more than gold to be taken in a sense that he kind of brushed it off maybe that was his ego because he didn't get to accomplish what his elders wanted him to do so now he's on this other assignment and so he's trying to i guess trying to brush it off that even if we don't get that you know kind of set the bar low okay let's just put it out there that's what he's doing but Oteen came back and he chuckled and i said that he chuckled in a way that i could feel as a foolish type way to say such a thing and so he came back to note two and he said it is not for Mitzrayim is from a sacred place 
why else your elders come this far to get what you see in the lands of power and i'm pretty much power pretty much is the pyramids right and so that's when the two when i said that he kind of sat back and he soaked in the words because he had to go ahead and admit mitch ram is to jim that's what they need to do so that was really the main takeaway from that scene but then something else happened there's a commotion so pretty much by the time get to that episode that's by now has already been published it would be a clip something is going on and you find out that something else happens towards the end that makes Natu feel that oh my gosh this might be a breakthrough that I can go back to the elders and show them that I'm still in the game you know I still invaluable to the whole mission against Mitzrayim because that's the title it says in a moment a new path is revealed so he sees a new path that can get the Orions to where they want to be which is pretty much it seemed like in control of Mitzrayim so far and so something happens towards the end that brings him in his favor something happens that's in his favor and he decides pretty much how to go about it and to know what that would be you have to be a patron to get that full episode all right so that wraps up my director's clip i hope you enjoyed this episode please tune in every week i release a new episode every week and pretty much after four episodes that i release which is mainly the clip snippets i do do these director clips where i go back and i talk about it and give you some behind the scenes of what I'm doing. All right, so I hope you enjoyed this clip and to the extra information that I put out there as well. And please consider to be a patron. Um, that information will be in the description box below of this episode. Thank you so much for following me. I'm on Facebook, Malay. I'm on Twitter as well. And of course, our website, this website for this particular podcast, basically the home podcast website is on Spreaker but the actual production that mainly these stories will be about we will be about Molay. I do plan to do modern stories as well but the home page will be featured on Molay.com M-O-L-I-A-E.com thank you so long Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Hey, what do you want to da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All the dolls feel like the same doll these dolls. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. <gasps> oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not to die or any die. Quote to die at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.